This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro, Channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn, Radio Romania International 1, and in Europe via satellite Utilsat 16A on 11,512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east. We wish you good reception conditions. Hello, you are listening to the news on Radio Romania International. I am Vlad Palku with a roundup. A draft state and social security budgets for 2024 have been submitted to Parliament for debate. Another 14 people, Romanian citizens and their families have been safely evacuated from Gaza. And the city of Timisoara in the West commemorates the anti-communist revolution of 1989. The government has submitted the recently adopted state and social security budgets for 2024 to Parliament for debate. A tight deadline has been set for discussions in committee and plenary meetings, with a final vote scheduled for Wednesday. The government expects an economic growth of 3.4%, with the goal of increasing tax collection and reducing tax evasion. Investments and transports will receive additional funds. Investments will also increase to nearly 7% of the GDP next year, while education will have the largest budget in history. Pensions are also expected to increase by 13.8% starting January 1, with a recalculation slated for September. The draft budget also allots funds to increase allowances and social benefits as well as teachers' salaries. The government also wants to raise public sector salaries by 5%. The opposition has filed hundreds of amendments, claiming the budget's plans are unrealistic, quoting data compiled by economists, according to whom tens of billions were left out of the estimated budget, which could thus deepen the budget deficit. The Israeli army has published new details confirming that the accidental killing of three hostages from Gaza by Israeli armed forces is a breach of rules of engagement. The Israeli troops opened fire on three people that walked out of a building without their shirts on to prove they had no bombs trapped and carrying a white flag bearing the message SOS and help three hostages. According to Radio Romania's correspondent on the ground, the incident has further inflamed tensions, putting additional pressure on the Israeli government to reach an agreement with Hamas for the liberation of the approximately 120 hostages still being held captive in Gaza. Meanwhile, the IDF announced the discovery of the biggest tunnel used by Hamas Islamists in Gaza. A group of 14 people consisting of Romanian citizens and their families were safely evacuated from Gaza and arrived in Romania, the foreign ministry reports. The people were evacuated to Egypt on Saturday, crossing the Rafah checkpoint where representatives of the Romanian embassy in Egypt accompanied them to Cairo. Here they boarded a flight to Romania. So far, 302 people, Romanian citizens and family members, have been evacuated from the Gaza Strip.
The Romanian Foreign Ministry says it remains in permanent contact with the Israeli and Egyptian authorities to help evacuate the remaining citizens, depending on the developments on the ground. The city of Timisoara in western Romania commemorates the people who lost their lives in the anti-communist revolution of 1989 in Romania. A religious service will be held at the Heroes Chapel in the Revolution Memorial Museum, followed by a procession to the monuments devoted to the revolution. 34 years ago, under orders from the communist regime, security forces opened fire on the crowd of protesters, killing nearly 100 people and wounding a few hundreds. And that was the news. Now for a brief announcement about Radio Romania International's annual survey of its listeners and internet and social media users to find out the 2023 Personality of the Year. And this has been no easy year, with Russia's war in Ukraine continuing, energy prices rocketing, many parts of the world suffering food shortages, and, not least, with global warming, causing what was probably the hottest year on record. On top of all this came the conflict between Israel and Hamas in the Gaza Strip. In this difficult year, which international public figure, in your opinion, has had the strongest positive impact on the world, and why? Radio Romania International will designate its Personality of the Year based on your nominations, which you can submit, together with a short justification, by posting directly on our website in a comment to this article at www.rri.ro, by email at engl at rri.ro, on our Facebook page, on Instagram, WhatsApp at 0040-744-312-650, text or audio, or by fax at 0040 We will announce the Radio Romania International Personality of the Year on air and online on Monday, the 1st of January 2024. We are looking forward to receiving your nominations, so please get in touch. Romania celebrates 34 years since its anti-communist revolution in Timisoara. This is Daniel Bilt at the microphone with a report by Bogdan Matei. The last 80 years of the past century were among the bleakest in Romania's history. Already in power for 25 years, Romania's septuagenarian president, the communist dictator Nicolae Ceausescu, had for years been the object of an unbearable personality cult. He was described as a political genius by his laureate poets, who called him the leader of a happy and rich country which he was leading towards the golden dream of mankind, communism. The few broadcasting hours of the state-owned television were nearly entirely reserved to this personality cult, and so did newspapers and other publications, strictly monitored by the communist apparatchiks. Concurrently with the crazed personality cult, the country was facing an acute economic crisis, suffering from cold, hunger and fear. Heating was cut during winter in most of the apartments, schools and theatre halls around the country. Romania was also severely affected by a food shortage at the time and nobody was able to protest against the Securitatis myth of omnipresence, 
omniscience and omnipotence. In the meantime, against the changes promoted in Moscow by the latest Soviet leader, the reformist Michael Gorbachev, most of the communist dictatorships collapsed from the so-called German Democratic Republic to Romania's southern neighbour Bulgaria. In 1989, this wave of changes also hit Romania and broke out first in its western city of Timisoara, a multi-ethnic area close to Hungary and Yugoslavia, two countries known for their liberal communism. The protest movement against the Hungarian reformed pastor Laszlo Turkes, closely monitored by the Securitate and who was supposed to be evicted from the city, on December 15th, flared up into a real revolt against the communist dictatorship. Irrespective of their ethnicity or confession, more and more people joined the protest and braved the repressive troops of the dictatorship, which opened fire against the protesters, killing nearly 100 people and wounding several hundreds. On December the 20th, the military refused, however, to kill more people and returned to their barracks, while Timisoara became the first Romanian city free of communism. The revolt rapidly engulfed other cities and culminated in Bucharest when Ceausescu fled in a helicopter that took off from the roof of the party's central committee on December the 22nd. Captured and briefly tried, Romania's communist dictator Nicolae Ceausescu and his wife Elena were executed by a firing squad three days later, on December the 25th. Even after their execution, against the confusion deliberately maintained by the new power, a mixture of authentic revolutionaries and second-hand communists, another 1,000 people were to be killed during the anti-communist revolution in Romania, the only country in Eastern Europe where the regime change ended in a bloodshed. Romania sends to the European Commission for approval the third payment request under the National Recovery and Resilience Plan. I'm Lucrimira Simon with details in this commentary by Leila Kiamil. On Friday, the Romanian government submitted to the European Commission the third payment request under the National Recovery and Resilience Plan, which involves a net funding of 2.7 billion euros. Out of this amount, more than 1.85 billion euros represents grants, and 811 million will come from loans. According to the Ministry of Investments and European Projects, the third payment request, as provided for in the adjusted plan, covers a total number of 74 targets related to the third quarter of 2022 and fourth quarter of 2022. Among the most relevant reforms and investments with a socio-economic impact are the adoption of the 2020-2030 National Forestry Strategy and the signing of contracts for 50% of the works related to the modernization and renewal of the railway infrastructure. Also, the plan includes the law on defense and cybersecurity of Romania, as well as the legislative framework for reducing expenses for special pensions. On the other hand, 450,000 cash registers will be connected to the information system of the National Agency for Fiscal Administration. 
Other reforms and investments target the coming into force of the single industrial license law, the signing of contracts for the renewal of public transport vehicle fleet, and the purchase of non-polluting vehicles. At the same time, amending the criminal code and the code of criminal procedure, and the coming into force of the legislation on social dialogue, which provides for social dialogue and significant and opportune collective negotiations, are two other reforms included in the National Recovery and Resilience Plan. Last but not least, the coming into force of the law amending the administrative code and establishing administrative consortia in neighboring rural or predominantly rural administrative territorial units existing as functional rural areas is included in this plan. The Ministry of European Investments and Projects announced that the amount related to the payment request number three will be added to the 9.1 billion euros collected under the plan so far by Romania. The money represents pre-financing of 13% with a value of 3.79 billion euros. Payment request number one with a value of 2.56 billion euros and payment request number two with a value of 2.75 billion euros. The ministry officials also pointed out that once the payment procedure for the third request is completed, Romania will send the fourth one worth approximately 2.7 billion euros related to the fulfillment of 46 targets and milestones. The plan allocation is 28.5 billion euros. The money will be used to carry out 66 reforms and 111 investments. And that was Radio Newsreel. Focus on Romania. Time now for Heat of the Day on Radio Romania International. Listen to Liviu Teodorescu and his latest single, I'm Jumping In. Sem 
You are listening to Radio Romania International. The History Show. Hello and welcome to our history feature. I am Karin Kotsoyu. Historical sources give us little information about the population of Dacians and Jetae, or Daco Jetae, of the north of the Danube. Kosans, or Dacian gold coins, are one of the many enigmas floating around the civilization of those who lived on the territory of present-day Romania more than 2,500 years ago. To the north and east of the Danube, towards Eastern Europe and Asia, lived, according to Greek and Roman written sources, barbarians, populations outside the area of the ancient Mediterranean civilization. The Romans called this space Barbaricum, where there was a veritable conglomerate of Germans, Thracians, and Iranians. In the first centuries of the Christian era, Asian and Slavic migrants also appeared in the region. In that conglomerate also lived the Dacogete, north of the Danube and in the Intracarpathian space. In the Greco-Roman world, the economy was monetized, money being the equivalent of all values. Barbarian populations imitated Greek and Roman coins to facilitate exchange. The first coins imitated by the Dacogete were the tetradrachms of Macedonian King Philip II in the 4th century BC. Other types of Greek coins were also imitated, such as those from the time of Alexander the Great and Philip III of the same century. With the passage of time, until the arrival of the Romans in the Balkans in the 2nd century before the Christian era, the Dacogete came to imitate imitations of Greco-Macedonian coins, their quality decreasing considerably in the representations on them and in their quality. With the consolidation of the Roman state along the Danube in the west and south, the Dacogete imitated the Roman denarii. Thus, Kosan coins appeared. Historian and numismatist Mihai Dima researched Dacian coin of the Kosan type and is the author of some texts about them. He gave us a short introduction into the long history of the Kosans, whose name comes from a leader of the Dacians, who participated in the conspiracy against King Burebista in 44 BC. He succeeded Burebista. Here is Mihai Dima. Ce se înțelege de fapt prin Coson? Pe de o parte, un nume propriu, care... What is actually made by Coson? On the one hand, a proper name that was attributed to a dynasty from Dacia, Thrace, or Scythia, or on the other hand, a gold coin. Later, silver coins with the inscription Koson also appeared. This is what is meant by Koson, a gold coin weighing about 8.5 grams, diameter between 18 and 22 millimeters. 
It depicts on one side an eagle sitting on a scepter to the left, holding a wreath in its right claw. On the other side are three figures, a console between two lictors. A monogram usually appears on the front, and on the reverse, the inscription Koson in Greek letters. Objects from antiquity that have reached us often also followed a medieval trajectory. This is also the case of the Dacian Koson, which we learn about from a text by a great representative of the European Renaissance. Here is Mihai Dima. Pentru prima dată, monedele de tip Koson au fost menționate în secolul al XVI-lea de către Erasmus din Rotterdam. Koson type coins were first mentioned in the 16th century by Erasmus of Rotterdam in a letter addressed to the Bishop of Breslau. Since the letter dates from 1520, the peach described by Erasmus could not come from the famous hoard discovered in the bed of the river Strait found in 1543. Also before 1543, a liturgical vessel was mentioned for the first time, with some ancient gold coins encrusted on it, among which a coson was found. It was kept in Alba Iulia until 1557, after which it arrived in Slovakia. It has been suggested that the coin on the Nitra chalice may have come from a hoard discovered in 1491. It is possible that this is the oldest Coson-type coin that has survived to this day. The Cossons came to light following the discovery of treasures, most of them accidental. Many Coson finds are uncertain in the sense that they are mentioned in sources, but have not physically reached the present day. But the experts have certainty about some of them, as Mihai Dima also said. The first hoard that we know for sure was made of Coson-type gold coins was discovered at the beginning of the 19th century in 1803 on Mount Godano in the Orestia Mountains. Some residents of a village discovered 400 coins that were identified as being of three types, with monograms but of different sizes, the last type not having a monogram. Shortly before the discovery, uh, in 1802, another hoard of gold coins of the Lysimachets type appeared in the same area, which may have led many residents of the area to try their luck. This drew the attention of the Austrian authorities. You've been listening to The History Show. Next on Radio Romania International... Think Greener. Welcome to Think Greener. I'm Eugen Nasta. The new forestry code draft has been recently dispatched to all ministries for official permits. Among the most relevant stipulations of the aforementioned code, there is one ruling that the clear felling will be forbidden nearly half of Romania's forested areas. Recall the clear felling was hitherto forbidden only in the national parks. Also, the ban will be expanded to the nature parks as well as to all Natura 2000 sites. 
Furthermore, the official documents enabled the state to take responsibility for the afforestation of the plots of land that had been deforested or abandoned by their owner. By the same token, the new forestry code sets the legal framework for the digital fight against illegal logging and against the perpetrators who are behind it. Also, the right is officially granted for the forest owners, be they public or private, to implement alternative security solutions ranging from specialized companies to self-supported security and according to a regulation system with the official stipulation whereby forest security is lawfully mandatory. Concurrently, the communities that are critically dependent on forests will be established. Also, such communities will be prioritized with respect to their access to the forest resources. The financial resources will also be provided for the expansion of forest roads in the forests, but also for the construction of firewood storage areas as close to the aforementioned communities as possible. Accordingly, a minimum of 5% and a maximum of 20% of the income made by forestry divisions generated by the selling of timber mass will be converted into investments placed in the construction for forest roads and firewood storage areas. Another stipulation of the new forestry code has to do with the implementation of the agro-silvic employment, a phrase meaning that farming grazing pastures and cultivations will be integrated with trees and shrubs. To that effect, the National Forestry Council will be set up, having an ethical and technical purpose for any normative act issued in the forestry domain and for any corruption act on deontological deviation within the forestry system. Some of the suggestions of the new forestry code have to do with the implementation of the video surveillance cameras, such as the road tax cameras. They will be placed on hundreds of forest roads, enabling all pedestrians to walk in the forest freely. Also, surveillance systems may enable the seizure of the wood transport vehicles where the declared exploitation limit was exceeded. A state councillor with the Prime Minister's Chancellery, Mihaila Frasinanu, stated the debates they also had were difficult and heated, with members of the civil society participating, but also of the officials of the forest management system. Mihaela Frasinanu. When we speak about the forestry code, not only as regards its relevance for the long-lasting management of forests, for the impact a sound forest has on society, we have the support of the permit-issuing ministries, as well as the support of Parliament, which has been doing its job to the best of its abilities. And that was Think Greener. Next in this programme... Sports. Hello, this is Daniel Bills at the microphone. Romania's grand chess master Bogdan Deac won the bronze medal in the European Rapid and Blitz Chess Championship held in Zagreb, Croatia. Deac obtained nine points out of 11 matches, being outperformed by the 23-year-old grandmaster Alexei Sarana of Russia, who is now representing Serbia and eventually won the title with 9.5 points. Armenian Grandmaster Haik Martirosian ended in the second position 
also with nine points, but outperformed Bogdan Deak at tiebreaker criteria. Also worth noting is the performance of junior Grandmaster David Gavrilescu, who managed to come sixth in the aforementioned competition. The World Women's Handball Championship has come to an end. In the finals in Denmark on Sunday, France outperformed Norway 31-28. Defending champions France claimed their third world title after those in 2003 and 2017. Romania's side came 12th and thus failed to qualify for the Olympics next year. Bucharest sides Stella and Dinamo lost the home matches they played on Sunday in the 10th leg of Division A1 in men's volleyball. The vice-champions of the past edition, Stella, lost to SCM Zalo 3-1 and Dinamo to Corona Brasov 0-3. Corona tops the ranking with 28 points out of 10 games followed by the anti-tree champions Arkada Galatz with 23 points out of nine matches. Last weekend saw the matches counting towards the 20th leg of Romania's Football Super League. On Friday, FCU Craiova 1948 clinched a 1-0 win against Voluntar. Then in Ploiesht, southern Romania, local side Petrolul ended in a goalless draw their match against Rapid Bucharest. On Saturday in Sibiu, central Romania, UTA Arad versus Faro Constanza also ended in a draw, nil all. Also a draw, two all, was the result of the game pitching Universitata Craiova against Poliash, while FCSB clinched a 3-0 win at home against Hermannstadt. FCSB tops the ranking with 41 points, followed by CFR Cluj and Universitata Craiova, 8 points less. And that's all from our sports desk. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Next in this broadcast, we invite you to a fresh encounter with Romanian music in our regular Music from A to Z. Welcome, I'm Mihaela Ignatescu. Christmas is just around the corner, and one custom still preserved almost everywhere across the country is caroling. So today we will be playing for you traditional carols in special renditions by beloved pop artists. Let's start with one very famous carol written by Emil Montia in the early 20th century and performed by Duku Hotima, The Little Carol. <laughs> Dale. 
Sau zi mânge cântând, clai cu stea călătorind La toți sfinții dinpreună, dumitale gazdă bună, bună sara lucrătură Another beautiful and very old carol is Mălin Darlin, performed for you next by the band Hara. In 2018, singer Paula Selling released a special album devoted to the traditional winter holidays. One song included in this album is titled The Sky Opened Its Gates, and we invite you to listen to it next. Thank you. 
Hiszen borul lerúj, Doamnele, rau pornit cu plugușorul Îngerii prin cer Merg cu pluguri de oglinda Și de juvaier Toți luce pericolinda Lerúj, Doamnele music show we invite you to listen to another traditional carol reinterpreted by Maria Gheorghiu up there back then
Living Romania. This is Bucharest Radio Romania International. DX Mailbag. Hello, hello. Wait a minute. I just stole a catchphrase from my favorite talk show host. But that's for another show. Anyway, I'm Kalin Kotsoyu and welcome to GX Mailbag, the show for radio nerds, technicians, and people who build their own radios while at home in the rain. I'm trying to be more upbeat because, unfortunately, last week we had fairly slim pickings in terms of reception reports, but that's okay. We know that people are busy with holiday shopping and whatnot, shoveling their driveways if you live in a snowy area, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, we got fewer messages this uh, last week, but uh, I hope that's on the mend. And that is why we're going to start with a reception report from one of our most constant and faithful listeners, our good friend Hans Bernard Lolike from Hedehusene, from Denmark. I hope I pronounced that correctly. And he writes, reception report for RRI in English, date the 3rd of December 2023, time 2030 to 2200 UTC, frequency 7375 kHz, simple 43222, radio Sony ICF SW7600GR with telescopic antenna. Well, Hans, we are sorry your reception was on such a poor level, but it happens. The weather has been rather fickle in Romania over the last couple of weeks or three or maybe it was the pesky solar flares we've been having lately. In any case, thank you very much for your report, as usual, and we look forward to the next one, of course. And since we had a bit of a scarcity of uh, messages and reports last week, let us now impose what may become a bit of a tradition, granting a Listener of the Week award. And as such, our Listener of the week award is our friend Chris Malbeuf from Port Alberni, British Columbia, Canada, who sent us three reception reports. So, with no further ado, let us speak for themselves. Date the 1st of December 2023, time 0630 UTC to 0655 UTC. Frequency 21,470 kHz. Receiving equipment, Izgawa Qatar SDR with MLA-30 antenna north to south. Technical details, slight fading noted, signal excellent and clear at 0652 UTC, SIMPO 555-45. Next, date 5th of December 2023, Time, 0400 UTC to 0455 UTC, frequency 9510 kHz. Receiving equipment, Westminster, Maryland, SDR, 
with 250 feet vertical beam antenna aimed to Europe. Technical feedback. Signal clear and excellent at 0450 to UTC, time and frequency given, SIMPO, all fives. Dear RRI, good evening from wet but cold British Columbia. We have our first snowfall mixed in with rain. At least it'll be gone by tomorrow. I am sending in my latest report. Date, the 7th of January 2023. Time, 2332 UTC to 2355 UTC, frequency 7220 kHz. Receiving equipment, Ottawa, Ontario, SDR with 160 meter antenna. Technical feedback. Signal was clear and excellent at 2333 UTC with slight propagation conditions. Simpo 55545. Wow, congratulations Chris, your reception was exceptional, especially from this distance. We really enjoyed that, and congratulations for being Listener of the Week. Thank you. And now we go to yet another one of our reliable and constant listening reporters. Our friend Siddhartha Bhattacharji of West Bengal, India, who wrote to us on the 2nd of December, 2023, for his reception of that day at 0630 hours to 0700 hours UTC, frequency 21,470 kilohertz, SIO433, and he comments, weak signal today, receiver communication type, receiver model XData808 with a loop antenna. Well, apparently India was not as favored as Canada at this time of the year, but still, thank you very much for sending in your report, even though under such poor listening conditions. Thank you again. And we look forward to your next report. And we were very happy for the next report because, as I keep saying in this feature, we don't get enough uh, messages and reception reports from women listeners. But the next one is an exception. And it comes from our good friend Jace Gilbert from Australia, who writes, Dear RRI, Thanks for the new schedule. I have enjoyed some time in the garden listening to the programs in English, French, or German. The 11,930 kHz at 0630-0700 in English is received really well in southeastern Australia. Sinpo 4 today. Right now, I have listened to the program in French at 1100 UT on 17,800 kHz with good reception of 4. The current program, 1200 to 1300 UT in English on 15,460, has some dropouts of the show, although the carrier signal is still going. Simpo 3. 
Anyway, enjoying some summer radio as I get to the holidays. Thanks for being on the air. La revedere pentru moment și Crăciun fericit. Translation. Goodbye for now and Merry Christmas. Continues. Via ChatGPT. Sorry, I'm not that good once I get past La revedere. Signed, Jace Gilbert. Texan 990PL and a long wire up a tree. QTH, Melbourne, Australia. That was a great message, and we really envy the fact that you're enjoying summer weather while here we are freezing our butts off. Very happy to get your message and the fact that you had pretty good reception. Keep listening, and by all means, keep in touch. Very happy for the message. And we end with another message that made us happy because it comes from Brazil, even though we don't have necessarily a frequency aimed at South America. But our friend Lisuel Sousa Calvet Neto San Luis, Luis Brazil, says, I am contacting you with a reception report of your broadcast. Date, December 7th, 2023. Time, 2011 UTC, frequency 9500 kHz, SIMPO 44444. Receiver, Texan PL 330. And that's about the time we have for today. It was an enjoyable program, and I'll meet you next time. From Bucharest, it's all 73s. Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk. Welcome to Simply Folk with Mila Kramara Simeon. Today's program features Petrica Moise, a native of Banateria in Western Romania, who will be performing the song Beautiful Flower. Govan frumoasă floare, Banatule colț de soare, Eu cu cine mă fălușesc, Ca și viața mă trăiesc, Banatule colț de rai, Eu cu cine mă fălușesc, Ca și viața mă trăiesc, Banatule colț de rai. În banat eu m-am născut, aici am copilărit. Unde cântă colțul ierbi și vin la izvoare șerbi, banatule, loc de dor. Unde cântă colțul ierbi și vin la izvoare șerbi, banatule, loc de dor.
La noi nimeni nu-i bătrân Sărbători mândre să țin Dumnezeu ne-o crocește și pământul ne rogește Țara mea e banatul meu Dumnezeu ne-o crocește și pământul ne rogește Țara mea e banatul meu Ce m-o dus Am purtat cu mine focul Și până am venit înapoi M-o văz gândul tot la voi Bănățenii mei păloși Și până am venit înapoi M-o văz gândul tot la voi Bănățenii mei păloși Bogății din lumea mare, toate în viață strecătoare, dar în inimă And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next program for Western Europe at 1800 hours UTC on 11630 kilohertz in the DRM system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programs tomorrow at 1200 hours UTC on 21470 kilohertz. We can also be heard on the internet at www.rri.ro channel 1. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at rri.o. Goodbye.